Hello everyone. Welcome back to Maharangi Bindu Church Live. Yay! <laughs> so here we find ourselves again, obviously really, really out of the blue, very unexpected. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, we'll sort of make our way through this this morning. So welcome to everyone who's online or who's going to tune in a little bit later on. Um, yeah, welcome back to level week. three. Yeah, sorry, sorry for last week. Um, I that was totally on me, as you would expect. <laughs> um, just checking the cameras and everything, and forgetting I was on my own um, Facebook page, not the Maharangi Vineyard Live one. So, um, yeah, sorry about the delay and all of that. So, hopefully, this morning everything will go a lot smoother. But yeah, just wanted to say, um, say welcome back. You know, we'll be feeling lots of different emotions and, and lots of things going on. But um, know that you are not alone, that we are not alone. We're um, here for each other. And, and also we know that, that Christ is here with us as well. So um, I'm just going to open in prayer. So Father, we thank you for... Um, are gathering together and and you know the really that means something so different and than than what we were certainly what we were expecting for this morning but but nonetheless we gather together in your name and we just ask for your presence to be with us amen amen yeah i just said to Lennon this morning when i woke up i actually woke up and felt physically dizzy not just the word dizzy but i thought oh i feel dizzy like lightheaded and um Anyway, it just kind of stuck with me all morning, not the feeling of dizzy, but that sense of, I don't know about you, but for me, this whole season, this whole almost 12 months that we've been in these in and out of levels and up and down, um, I have felt like, the only word I can liken it to is like a ballerina, which I'm so not a ballerina, never have been, never will be. But that picture of like how a ballerina pivots, the, you know, they go up, I don't know the proper word, but they... And they spin, and um, and that's a dizzying feeling, I imagine, and something you have to learn to to navigate as a dancer. And whilst not many of us are dancers, I have felt like this season has been a time of needing to learn how to pivot and kind of okay, we were going that way, but now we're not. We're we're going this way. And for us, last night we just had a really nice evening. Anna and Keegan were here for dinner. And we were all lying on the sofa and watching Netflix and started watching a terrible movie, turned that off. And, and then I got a text from a friend in Fielding and it just said, thinking of you, hope the announcement at nine o'clock isn't bad news. And just all of those familiar feelings just came up, like, as I'm sure they do for, for you guys too, like, what the heck? Um, and many other things mixed in there and in the emotion that comes with that. But I think all of us, once again, we have to pivot. We have to, we just have to turn ourselves back to Jesus. I love that song that um, Christina put on again this morning. Linda talked about it last week. Uh, that promises song um, that Jesus is our anchor mm. in these storms. And whilst for some of you it won't feel like a storm, for many it will. And... For all of us, Jesus is our anchor. So I just really hope and pray, no matter where you are this morning or what you're feeling, that you would pivot yourself back to Jesus and find his face, find his presence, find his anchoring as you go into this week. 
That's right. And then really on a practical note too, um, this Sunday, um, well not this Sunday, today, it was meant to, um, we were going to carry on in our Philippians series and Maz was going to do the sermon this morning, which I was personally very much looking forward to. Um, he was going to start in chapter 2, the first few verses of chapter 2. So on a practical note, what we're going to do is we're going to pre-record that um, that message, or Maz is going to pre-record that message, and we're going to get that uploaded. Um, so we're going to carry on with the series, albeit in a really different way. But I was kind of thinking about, you know, like it's quite amazing that we're in the middle of a Philippians series um, with Paul writing all of the themes, themes like joy, themes like hope, themes like um, unity, of, of, you know, our relationship with one another. And he was doing all of that in the midst of a situation and a circumstance where he was profoundly aware that his life was not his own. He was not in control. He couldn't get up and go where he wanted to go. He couldn't do what he wanted to do. Um, someone else or something else um, had control or was in control of his life. And so, you know, for us, almost 2,000 years later, we find ourselves in the, really what is the very uncomfortable but, but becoming increasingly familiar reminder that our life is not our own. You know, we are not in control and, and we can't always do what we want to do or go where we want to go. And yet, and yet Paul and Philippians has so much to offer us about how we, how we are in those situations, who we are in those situations, that we can be people of hope, we can be people of joy, we can be people who are united together as one. And so really I think this level three and, and you know, whatever the next weeks or look like is we have really a profound opportunity to, to read and to understand Philippians in a way that probably, um, we wouldn't have had if we we're just sort of going about our normal um, way of life. You know, one of the things that I've found, and I've said quite a few times over over the last probably year or so, with as Angela's saying, our world being pivoted and you know heading in one direction, going another. One of the one of the probably most beneficial constants, or is that the word? Um, like sort of immovable or unchangeable things in life or in my life has been um, this, that app, that Bible app, the Lectio 365. Um, and I just want to take this opportunity again, you know, if you haven't already downloaded it or you've been like me where you kind of go in and out of, oh shoot, I must do that again. Um, have a look at it again, download the app. Um, it, is, it is just an amazing resource. It's an amazing tool to sort of really keep um, getting us back into a principle or a, a practice of, of getting into God's Word and to really just being still, of focusing, of reminding ourselves again. And I just wanted to read this morning's um, scripture. And because I, I found it to be, when I do, when I am into it in a regular, really regular basis, the amount of times where the, the verse or the scripture or or the words that someone shares in this in the short message um, is so applicable and so um, helpful. And so this morning, I just want to read um, the one that was in today's, which is, um, or are you going to read that, or am I? Yeah. 
Well, Sorry, we're just sort of going, no, no, that's fine. Um, so it's out of 1 Peter um, 1, and the, and the first three verses. It says, all no, praise, oh, excuse me, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father, our Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus from the dead. And now, I love this, and now we live with great expectation. I just think I was so challenged when I saw that this morning because I must say it's not it wasn't my go-to emotion <laughs> you know as we woke up into yet again a level three was the fact that I live with a great expectation and and Peter carries on in verse six and seven and this is in the app if you want to look at it yourself but um, so be truly glad, writes Peter. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though that you even though you must endure many trials for a little, a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. That it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day of Jesus Christ, on the day that Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You know, these, like I said to you, these daily devotions have been so helpful to me, and I know they will be for you as well. You know, I, I personally went to bed last night and didn't, didn't actually sleep that well. But sort of the idea of level three, and then you kind of remind yourself of what what's level three, and I was thinking three, three, and then I kind of had, and I was sort of praying through all of it. Oh God, you know, help us as we go go forward. There's great, you know, sort of prayers of lament and all those things, and thinking about. It. I think I went to bed, or one of the few things, last things I said to Angel was. I think we need to move out of Auckland. And, and I remember it's like, where would we go? You know, it's a bit like the disciples. Where would we go, Lord? What would we do? But um, so, but I was thinking three, level three, three, and, and reminded of way back when, when we had those little cards of three, three, three. I think they were the, the beginning of our preparation for an alpha course that we were doing. But I just sort of had the thought of, you know, in our level three, and, and this is just a really gentle challenge. It's more of an invitation. But what if, what if every day in, in our level three, we took three minutes of, of just taking ourselves off to a quiet place or a place out of the way? Toilet. And yeah, the toilet <laughs> if you need to or whatever. And, and in those three minutes, we just um, be still, be quiet. Mm. Um, and just, just gonna, we're going to finish with just a really beautiful thing about stillness and quiet that we were going to read this morning um, in our gathering. But, but so what if, what if we do a 3-3-3 three, 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 where each day we take three minutes where we are still before God? And then, and then in those three minutes, or, or as well as the 3-3-3, three, 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 we do three minutes of stillness, three minutes of quiet, you know. And then we do three people. We think about three people in our world, people that we know well, maybe people we don't know well. Maybe it's the owner of the cafe that we know will be just, again, facing a really rough week of trying to run a business or, or anyone. So, so open your heart, open your mind to think of three people that day and then make a way, make a point 
of reaching out to those people. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to provide some great profound encouragement. Just a matter of sending a text or a message or contacting on social media or phoning and just say, hey, I've been thinking about you. I've been, you know, just whatever it is. Just think of three people. And then finally, the third of our 333 for level three would be remind yourself of three things every day that you're grateful for. And this may come easy or, or it may be difficult, but embrace the discipline of gratitude. Be aware of three things each day that you're grateful for, that, you're, that, that even in the midst of this pivot, this hard time, there are these three things today that I'm going to focus my heart, focus my attention, focus my thoughts on. So that's, that's kind of my gentle, I don't even want to use the word challenge, but invitation of 333. And maybe we'll write this up and put it out to remind you, but, but three minutes every day of, of silence, of stillness, three people that we can reach out to and be an encouragement to, that we can let them know that we're not alone, that they're not alone, and, mm. and someone out there is thinking of them. So three minutes, three people, and then three things that we're grateful for. Yeah, and I was going to, I read this during the week, and I read it to Lyndon straight away when I read it, and I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. It's about um, the practice of silence. And I know as a church that we, we do it on a Sunday morning, most most Sundays, and and the, the kind of encouragements or the things that come out of that are quite profound. So I read this, and this is probably more personal as a practice personally to do. Um, and I know I'm really aware, even in, in saying this, that I've had conversations with some of you that are like, three minutes of silence, that is so not my reality in my world. <clears throat> and so like Lyndon said, this isn't a you have to do this, but it is, it's, it is an encouragement. And if you're a mum with um, kids and life is really busy and, and you now find yourself also being a school teacher, for the next week, um, I don't know, maybe the three minutes when you first wake up in the morning, if, you, if that's quiet, or the three minutes before you go to sleep at night, or three minutes in the day when you're in the toilet and you can lock the door. Um, yeah, and maybe you're on the other end of the spectrum where silence is too much a part of your world, where you actually feel <clears throat> a loneliness from silence. Maybe you live alone or Whatever, whatever it is, we're, we all are in that spectrum somewhere, but I think this is such a beautiful practice to, to grow and develop in. So I want to read you this. It's, <clears throat> um, sorry, I've got a drink. Um, it's written by Strawn, who has the um, page Common as Communion, and this whole kind of practice is about rhythms of prayer. <clears throat> and I've followed it for a while, and I... I really love his stuff, I love his thoughts, but this is what he he shared this week, so I'm going to read it to you. And don't worry about, just really focus on the words, because we'll put it up, we'll get it, um, yeah, put it up online, and you can sort of, because it's something actually that you can sort of remind yourself and read through as well. So he says, silence is about quiet. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just, it's like, what does that say? Silence is about quiet, but that's not the end goal. The end is a stillness of life before God, even when we're surrounded by the noise and bustle of the world. God speaks in silence. It's his language. 
So by practicing silence, we're learning God's language. By giving up our words, agenda, and dependency on external cues, we give our souls the opportunity to experience divine communion rather than to just ask for, think about, or try to earn it. Most of the time, silence feels mundane and ordinary, but over time we're deeply shaped by it. We notice ourselves slowing down, listening more, talking less, and sensing the still God in our bellies when we least expect it. Like exercise or learning scales, of all the prayer practices, I found this this to need the most time to really take effect. And the greater the anxiety and mental struggles we face, the harder that initial season is. But silence is our best weapon against the noise of the times, if you ask me, and it's a doorway to personal and corporate prophecy. I love that last line because I feel like as a church that's something we've really um, grasped hold of is that whole idea of it, the doorway to to corporate prophecy. So I just, yeah, I will we'll put that on this page so you can read it again um, for yourself. So really we wanted to end this morning with just an invitation again to, to know that, that you are not alone, that, you know, we have all had a real shock this morning or last night. And, and in that, um, if you do need someone to just to really you know, there's not much we can do for one another, but there's extremely amazing things that we can do for one another. And that's just to, to know that, that we're not alone and that we are here for one another. So please reach out, um, you know, and, and if, you, if you need someone to pray with you, if you need some encouragement, if you just really need someone to listen um, as well, we're here. There's lots of people here as well who would love to help, who would love to be and remind you that, that you're not alone. So I'm just going to end in prayer and then we can go out and um, enjoy our day and our time together. And like I said, we've got, we'll put those three, three, threes online and we will also um, put the, the reading about and silence Mass's message. and, and Mass's message will be coming up um, in the During week ahead. Time. So have a look, keep an eye out for that. So Father, I thank you so much for, for who you are and what you've done. God, I thank you that when we are feeling dizzy and out of sorts with yet again another abrupt change in life, when we are, when we are confronted again with the reality that, that our life is, we are not in control and, and it is not our own. God, I thank you that you are there with us, just as you were with Paul and, and he really discovered the the incredible truth and joy in, in really knowing that, that you hold us, that our life is yours. And so God, I pray for each of us that as we go through today, look at the week ahead, um, really again, experience what level three is in our, in our context here. God, I pray that we would encounter you in some extraordinary ways, mm. that we would this season or this time, we would come out of it richer and more closely, um, closely in relationship with you than when we entered in. I pray that you would bless each person wherever they are and whatever they're doing right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Look forward to um, catching up again soon. See ya.